Hey everyone, this is Gilbert here, founder of AGM, a LinkedIn marketing agency where we help companies grow their business use LinkedIn. Today on our show, I have one of my connection here, Albert Hakim. Albert is a certified merger and acquisition advisor with the Kensington Company, where he helps business owners sell their companies as well as helping buyers looking to get into a new business or franchise. He will be sharing some valuable tips and trade secrets on how he helps entrepreneurs and business owners sell their businesses. Check it out, then subscribe to our channel and share with all your friends and colleagues. Enjoy. Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Julbear Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Hey guys, welcome. This is Gilbert Abraham from AGM, the LinkedIn guy, here for Small Biz Tips with my connection. And I have my really good friend, Albert. How are you, sir? I am good, Gilbert. Great <laughs> to see you and great to be here. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. So, Albert, um, I love what you and your team at Kensington are doing. And to kind of get things started, tell us more about you. You know, what is that one thing not a lot of people know about? Oh, no. Okay, Mr. Gilbert. <laughs> All right, here it comes. So what a lot of people don't know about me uh -huh. is that I speak multiple languages. Really? So <laughs> I am fluent in French. I speak Arabic. I speak wow. Hebrew as well as English. And I, from the time I was a very young child, have been exposed to a lot of people through retail. Wow. And, you know, and subsequently in my own retail career. Yeah. I have the gift of communication for some reason, doesn't matter what language people are speaking, I somehow can understand them. And don't ask me what it is, but that's my <laughs> that's awesome. connection with people that, that very few people know. Wow, I love it. I did not know you spoke several languages. So how many would yes. you say, two, three, four? Um, I, I, I can speak in four and I can use off-color language in 20. <laughs> that's amazing i love it <laughs> wow so we're definitely going to be speaking different languages next time we see each other <laughs> uh sure c'est pas un problème mon ami ah j'aime ça c'est très bien ça all right let, let's go back in english for the podcast so tell me um you know you, you you work with kensington and you guys do amazing work tell me more about that tell me more about what you do at kensington uh what you and your team are doing and, and how does that benefit small business owners so uh, thank you, I'd love to. So first of all, um, I'm gonna keep it simple, then I'll get a little more complicated. Sounds so we good. work with two major groups. We, lurk, we work with people, small business owners who are mm -hmm. looking to exit their business. So those okay. business owners that want to sell. Mm -hmm. And then we also work with those that want to buy. And okay. that includes companies who are looking to expand. And very often they, the, the right strategies for them to expand through an acquisition. So we'll yeah. work with them help them find the right target and then help engage that target and then help put the deal together. But wow. on, on the private side with, with just individuals, yeah. I cannot tell you how many people are out there that are either looking for a change of career or looking mm -hmm. for something to hedge because they're not feeling very comfortable at work. Maybe they're going to lose their job. So they'd like mm -hmm. to cultivate something else on the side. Or, you know, we, we also have serial entrepreneurs that we work yeah. with. They just want to be busier and, 
and so on. And I think for your listeners, what might be very interesting to them is one of the largest segments that's yeah. growing of people that we work with are, you want to take a guess, Gilbert? What, franchise? Seniors. Seniors. Interesting. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting trend. Huh. Tell us more about Listen. that. Give, give me more details. So, so first of all, they're healthier than they've ever been, mm -hmm. right? They're living longer. Yeah. And, you know, very often they find that retirement is just not for them. You know, <laughs> they've been business owners all their lives and they, they're bored in retirement. They want to get back into something. But uh -huh. with the, the, if I have to tell you that uh, something in common with most of them, they want to get involved into something where they're not a slave to the business. Gotcha. Right? In, in things where they're not, they don't have to be there seven mm. days a week, you know, 16 hours a day. Mm. So the, the models that I describe as what we call semi-absentee, okay. very, very popular with those groups that want a business and want to cultivate something. Yeah. They, they want really, they really want it to run itself as best as it can. And, and there are many models that are, that, that are good like that, business models that are good both for seniors yeah. as well as, as, as the, that group that I mentioned to you who might want to keep their job and cultivate something yeah. inside. That, that's, I, I want us to kind of dive a little bit deeper here because you, you have seniors who are, who are no longer retiring like they used to, but you know, investing in, in a business that's semi-absentee. So what have you seen the different type of business that these seniors are investing in? I mean, if I'm an entrepreneur, a small business owner, I would love for someone to kind of buy my business. So what kind of, what have you seen out there? So you want me to give away all my trade secrets in your, in your blog? Sure. Just a little. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll, give, I'll give you a tease. So we just did a big event, we, a big franchise event where we yeah. invited um, several players from the health and wellness world. Mm. And I'll just give you a, a couple of examples. The, you've heard of Orange Theory? Yes, of course. Right? So yeah. there are many concepts out there in... Uh, there's Pilates, yeah. there's rowing, mm -hmm. there's uh, dancing, there's mm. um, stretching, there's, there's, there's all kinds of concepts where the business owner, you know, whether it's me or a senior, we're not teaching yeah. you. You know, we're not in there uh, actually uh, interacting with the clients. Yeah. We're running the business and, and, and we have a perfect system in place for the people who are running the, the location, teaching uh -huh. the classes, um, you know, and, and, you know, doing, doing the actual work. That's so awesome. as a business owner in one of these kind of concepts, I call it semi-absentee because the role of the business owner is, you know, drive the marketing, mm -hmm. scout out your second and third locations mm. and manage your managers. Yeah. Wow. That's huge. I mean, you're a small business owner and you actually have to go out there and, you know, and you got to do everything. But if you're in a position where you can either purchase a business or you're in a position to sell your business to someone like that, that it, as long as the business can run itself, it's a gold mine. So let me just make a clear distinction again for your listeners. Yeah. If you came to me and said, Albert, I want an absentee business, I would tell you go buy real estate. Huh. So there's no such thing, in my opinion, as an absentee business. You've got to have some involvement. You've got yeah. the owner has to be driving some portion of the bus. But there are absolutely businesses with systems in place 
where the owner is not the critical role. Uh -huh. okay? So they really invest in the management and these processes are in place. And you know what, what might also be interesting to note as a trend is I'm involved in business exits. So it's not uncommon that I'll take a, uh, a senior yeah. who's been in a business that they've cultivated over 20, 30 years, we'll sell that business and within a year, we get the phone call, hey, what else do you have for me now I want to buy? Wow. Wow. So they exit one and enter another. <laughs> so I would tell you they exit complicated businesses and then come back into more simplified, easier businesses for them to run. Gotcha. That will allow them a, a lifestyle in semi-retirement. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm curious, right? So for, for our small biz owners out there, what would you say is like the, the two or three things they need to have in place if, they're the one, if they want to sell their business three years, five years, 10 years down the line? So, so great question. This is, this is where I live, Gilbert. So I would tell you the very first thing, the most important thing is they need to speak to their professionals. Okay. Right? So they need real financial guidance. Mm. Hopefully they have a good CPA, or financial advisor, because they need to chart and plan yeah. their financial well-being okay. through the sale of, of this business. And again, let's remember, a business should be part of your financial package. It's probably yeah. one of the most valuable assets. But right now, while you're running it, it's an illiquid asset. Mm. Right? And what I do, ultimately, when I get engaged, is we'll turn that into a liquid asset. Gotcha. So number one on my list is engaged professionals. Speak okay. to your attorney, speak to your CPA, speak to your financial advisor, and speak to me. Got it. And Got it. I like to get engaged with businesses three to five years before they have to sell. Okay. So that I can kind of help quarterback the efforts of all of the professionals to put their business on maybe a better footing. Now, if you ask me, from within their business, the things yeah. that they need to think about if they want to exit with a higher valuation. Yeah. So these, I didn't invent these things, but uh, you know, and I'm sure if business owners are out there um, kind of know this stuff, but they've got to focus on their revenue model. Gotcha. How, how predictable is their revenue, right? Okay. If you're going to buy my business, Gilbert, yeah. right? And you don't know for sure where the next sale is coming from, mm. I'm worth a lot less than the business that you know predictably. Every week, every month, you know exactly how much revenue is gonna come in. The mm. So, so subscription model. So subscription is great, membership is great, contractual is great, service is great. And, and you know what? There, th this is a hard conversation because there are many businesses yeah. that are commodity businesses. It's a one-time, thing and then you're done there is no residual there is so i would challenge business owners yeah this is why they're business owners this is why the word entrepreneur describes them you've got to think about these things and figure out how in the world you can make some of that apply in your world mm. right so i used to be in a, in a heavily commoditized business i was in uh consumer electronics uh-huh you can't get more of a commodity business than, than that. Hey, I want to come, I want to buy my product and I- That's you know, it. <laughs> so what, 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 you know, so just look at the large players in the field. What have they done? Best Buy came up with Geek Squad. 
yeah uh, um, ongoing support you know maintenance um uh financing yeah financing is a wonderful strategy wow right? you buy it now but you'll pay me over five years <laughs> guess what you know what that is translate translated that is recurring revenue yeah so all of those little things that one can do to try and get a little bit more predictability in your business mm -hmm. helps you big time the, wow. the other the other two things that i would tell you are, are like two big pillars of what drives valuation uh i would tell you the dependency on any one vendor customer or employee if you're structured and you're very very dependent on one of those three you're likely to get less than those businesses that that are more spread out on the customer side we call that customer concentration ah. so and, I, and there are strategies and this is why actually you know if i can be candid this is why you want to address these things before you need to sell Absolutely. so we have a, a real life example of a company uh recently it's in the last five years they had a tremendous growth tremendous they went from a couple hundred thousand in revenue in year one uh -huh. to almost a million and a half in year two to 4.6 million wow. in year three so you'd say hey look look how i'm growing my business is worth incredible amount of money yeah and and the truth is when they came to us we told them we cannot sell your business wow why the reason, the reason i great question i'm gonna give you the answer <laughs> the reason we could not sell their business is their business 85 percent of their business was concentrated in one customer wow so what, wow. what, what so, so what so what's the answer what's the solution and yeah. again this is why you need time with these things the answer was we went out found them an acquisition so they went and bought another company yeah that that had hundreds of clients and by them buying that other company it reduced their customer concentration from 85% to 40% mm. and we ended up selling that company for 10 million dollars that's amazing so, so that's an example of you know bring us your sick bring us your your poor <laughs> bring us your problems and let's I see if it. we can't figure out a strategy where we can get a positive outcome out of this wow albert this is amazing I, this is like value bomb <laughs> well you could do so much Joubert, this is what we do day in day out that's amazing you want, you, you want to hear the flip side to that absolutely here's the flip side again i think this is also important for you to listen because i'm sure you're going to have business owners out there and i and i just want your your listeners to know that i am a business owner yeah. i did not grow up to become a merger and acquisition advisor i as a matter of fact didn't think these advisors were that credible of of, of, a, of a profession um, i was i never thought i would be doing this <laughs> and you know truth be told it's the most noble thing i've ever done so we have a company came mm -hmm. to me and said albert i need to sell i i can't do this anymore older guy yeah and i learned that he has been losing check this out losing a hundred thousand dollars a year for the last eight years wow business is bleeding it's going nowhere from what so let me just give you the outcome so i don't uh you know monopolize all of the time we worked with him we understood 
really what he's got going on. And he suffered from what most small businesses suffer from is that their fixed expenses can't be reduced. Mm. We learned that he has a great brand. He had a good product. He had good customers. And we were able to get him an exit with an acquirer who had infrastructure and was able to see the value in this guy's assets. Yeah. And they absorbed his company into theirs. They didn't need to duplicate any of his expense line because they had internal capability. Yeah. And they, and they are able to take this company within one year, improve it a little bit, and they're going to be generating two to $300,000 of profit. Wow. Within From $100,000 up. Wow. <laughs> Correct. So my message to business owners is very simple. Don't think your, co your company is worth an incredible amount. Mm -hmm. And also don't think your company is worthless. Have the conversation with the professionals. Let us help you work through this and help you figure it out. That's awesome. So uh, Albert, thank you for all this value bump. Now, how do people get in touch with you? I mean, how, how, how can, if I have small business owners right now, they want to either sell or buy businesses, how do they find you? So there's this little unknown uh, tool, this platform <laughs> called LinkedIn. It's small, you know, really small platform. It's a small kind of people. Um, you can reach me through LinkedIn. Awesome. Um, just Google, uh, LinkedIn me, you'll find me. I am yeah. Albert Hakeem, Certified Merger and Acquisition Advisor with Kensington. They can call me at 516-626-2211. Uh -huh. And awesome. my email, Gilbert, is Albert, A-L-B-E-R-T, at kensingtoncompany.com. Fantastic. And by the way, on that, if they go to LinkedIn yeah. and follow me, I produce a video every week and yeah. I talk about a different business topic. Very often I talk about the, a weekly business opportunity. They might mm -hmm. hear something that they like. Wow, this is fantastic, Albert. Thank you again, guys. Gilbert here from Small Business with my connection. My good friend Albert just dropped some amazing value bomb for all of you. So definitely check him out. Check out his LinkedIn. Check out him on the email. Reach out to him if you have questions about buying or selling businesses. And I'm sure he can definitely help because he's the expert in that space. So thank you, guys. Thank you for an amazing time. I'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.